Thanks once again for listening to another episode of Tights and Fights. If you love us as much as we love you, please be sure to go to Apple Podcasts and give us those five-star ratings. Um, those five-star ratings are how we can start doing things like merch, uh, which we would love to do. I already have t-shirt ideas. Um, they may or may not combine Mortal Kombat and me. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, but if you guys want those things, please go on to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating, and we will shout you out, just like we're shouting out Nundercover, who says that they thought they heard enough wrestling podcasts, and then they heard episode one, of this one. Uh, thanks, Nundy. That's your name now. So once again, go on to Apple Podcasts. Go to every place that you listen to podcasts and hit us with them five-star ratings. Oh, and also don't forget to tell your friends about us because uh, that does nothing but help us grow. And the more that we grow, the more that we can guarantee that we'll like be able to keep doing this week by week. I want to. I love it. I live here now. I moved in. Jesse's fine with it. All right. Thanks. And we'll see you soon. Bye. See you soon. No, we won't. Hear you soon. Nope, we won't do that either. You'll hear us. We'll never talk to you. <laughs> Except on You'll Twitter. You'll never meet us. Except ever. on Twitter. Maybe in the street, but we wouldn't know. <laughs> Come find us in these streets. There we go. That's the new, that's the new catchphrase for the show. <laughs> Tights and fights. Come find us in these streets. Tights and fights podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Al and there's Daniel. And this guy, Mike Eagle, is there as well. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. We're a podcast. We're a, we're a, we're a podcast. We're a podcast. Something, something, boy. Something pot. Mike's not here. I'm not going to rap. <laughs> I, I just don't. I hope that Mike, Mike, don't listen to me do that, Mike. He's here in spirit. <laughs> He's here in, no, because if he was, I would have hit that. <laughs> and my weird sing rapping. Okay, welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I am the baller and shot caller, Danielle Radford, and I am joined right now in the booth with the Posh Pod Princess, Ooh. Lindsay Kelk. Why, thank you. I like that. Mm, isn't it nice? <laughs> um, Pod Dad will be here later, and then he'll have to endure me hosting the show, and I'm very excited for that. So, <laughs> from Baylor Club's second match together to the aftermath of Wrestle Kingdom, there is plenty to discuss, as always, this week. Let's start with Monday Night Raw. Jason Jordan interrupted Roman Reigns at the top of the show by trying to sit at the big kids' table. On behalf of uh, on behalf my of my partner, Seth Rollins. Also, Danielle, if it's good enough for Taylor well, Swift, it's good enough for you. I was going to say, well, that bitch can rap. I want to say that <laughs> you proved Come that on. this this is your yard, baby. Oh this no! Is your yard. Okay. Lindsay, how much has your interest in Jordan increased over the last couple of weeks? I would estimate it approximately 17 million percent. Oh, that's a really good number. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's give or take. Yeah. Somewhere, but that's where I'm so at. So somewhere in between 15 million and 20 million percent of Yes, of and cares. then infinity. Yeah. <laughs> he's Yeah, he's doing great work. I think I've said it before. I'm really interested in this character that he has. Mm-hmm. I love a good Russell boy as much as anyone else. But part of being a good Russell boy is also having a good Russell character. Yes. And now he does. And so he that's does. super exciting. 
I'm all in because when this pays off, because I truly believe that it will, because mm-hmm. I am all optimism in 2018, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm very excited. You can have it. <laughs> Someone's got to be. Hal's not here. I'll take it. I'll take I'm it hosting, so I don't get to be. Yeah, I don't get to be to optimism, be Danielle. No. Uh, so I get to be happy for everyone. I'm super in on this paying out in a big way. I love him and Seth together. I love Seth's slightly odd big brother, slightly patronizing. Yeah, no, it's definitely. Yeah, it's definitely like when you go home when you were a kid and you would go do like the big extended family holidays. Yeah. And there would be like the little cousin who would try to hang out with the bigger cousin. Yes. Yeah. We got one of those at our family and it's good fun because I'm like, I know this. I'm going to shit on you (laughs) for locks. But then when the parents are looking, I'm like, no, everything's fine. I know. It's pretty great. Seth, Jordan, and Roman were later interrupted by Finn, Gallows, and Anderson, a.k.a. the new Chris and Baylor Club. We'll get to the confrontation in a minute. But how about this moment of accidental near racism by Finn? Poor Finn. I don't see the oh, he's sweet boy. fringe out here. No. <laughs> I, I see the architect. Yeah. The architect. The architect. He sees the, the architect. architect. I see the big dog. <laughs> turkey <laughs> And uh, I see, um, what's that name we... Uh, What's, what's, what's that thing we call him? It's, it's uh, on the tip of my tongue. It's, uh, it begins with an Should N. I? It's, uh, Give it to him. Oh. I like that oh. they, they saw it coming yeah. and were like, no, we're just going to get to the nerd like, real we're gonna quick. We're going to step on this. We're going to step oh, on this oh, as you, soon as we oh, get the end. You sweet, sweet Lego boy. I know. You didn't even think about it. Poor I don't thing. think there was any malice intended. I think it was just poorly no. thought out. That wasn't even one of those like nod, nod, wink, winks. Like no. sometimes people will be like, they'll play like they're going to say it, but you know, they have no intentions yeah. of. There is no way that Finn, and he said it starts with an N. Yeah. He was thinking nerd. It is he nerd. wasn't even playing around with it. It's not it. something they made up on the spot. That's a thing that they say. He couldn't change that thing that they say. And Bless he- him. <laughs> like, oh, oh boys. poor baby. Yeah. So that aside, don't they seem like they're having the time of their fucking lives it's right now? bringing me so much joy. I had a great time watching Raw this week. It's just joy, joy. Like his little face, his little face on Instagram, his little face on Twitter, his little face on the show. He cannot hold it in. Finn Balor cannot hold this joy in. Luke Gallows cannot hold this joy in. Carl Anderson's doing quite well. Yeah. I can't wait. I know that they're going to do a ride-along, and it's going to oh, be amazing. Because I already even, loved the ride-along that the club did by when themselves. When they called him up. And he had, yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, my boys. Oh, so, yeah, you know that they're doing a ride-along. Yes. And we'll see it in, like... You know, I don't care. I'll see it in my dreams until I see it on the TV. I, they make me so happy. They genuinely seem like they're having the time of their lives. The matches have been good. They've been good. This week's was so good. It made me so happy to see people doing their best work because they are full of joy and passion and inspiration. And that's what I want. Uh, isn't that great? And wasn't it like what well, I shouldn't say? I, sh- I will say, what did you think of them getting the win over Seth, Roman and Jordan? I thought it was great. OK, bye. Yeah, no, I'm fully in. I was just like, that's not that bad. Because I don't want to see them lose. I, and I know this isn't about them necessarily. This was also about the Seth, Jason, Jordan, Roman situation. But it is also about them. And they needed that win. And it's time. And if they're going to bring the Bala Club, the club, whatever you want to call them, they're going to bring him in and have him be a real thing. They need to be a threat. So you've got the whole story that's happening with Seth and Jordan and Roman. Mm-hmm. You have the whole story that's happening with the club, and then they have stories together. Remember when wrestling used to be like that all the time? Bonkers. One match furthering two storylines. What world are we what? living in, Danielle? <laughs> the good one. Yay! 
we're actually in the good place, not the bad place. <gasps> You're right. I, you. I, 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 I went back to believe you. <laughs> I went back to optimism. I went back to optimism. Okay. Oh, here's something really exciting. So, and Hal's not here for it. So now that Miz is back and has set his sights on Roman Reigns and the IC title. How much are you looking forward to him being back? Again, more joy. Ten times more joy than I thought I would expect joy. Uh, I loved it. He looked dangerous. He looked refreshed. I felt like he'd only been away two minutes, but I didn't realize how much I'd missed him. Part of it is that we also watch Toad Steve's. There so, is that. so yeah, we he get, hasn't been away for us. We get a lot of miss. <laughs> I mean, I may or may not have spent some time uh, Googling his house after they put it on the market on Toad Steve's. I totally wanted to know how much they yeah. sold it for. Oh, they babe, wouldn't tell babe, us now. It's, it's, it's not sold. It's still on the market. We could totally go do a walkthrough that's all i'm saying field trip yeah yeah oh because they don't like they just have open houses and stuff yeah, right they, do. they don't like check your credit before you do no, a house tour they don't know us. is this the creepiest thing we've ever done we'll find out later don't <laughs> at me uh, <laughs> let's talk about the women on both raw and smackdown mandy rose and sonia deville lost a tag match to sasha and bailey and on smackdown ruby riot got tapped out by becky lynch um do you think that this harms the perception of those two trios I think it's different for both sides. So I have no problem with Sonia Deville and Mandy Rose getting beaten because they are the B women to Paige's A women yes. in a sense. If anything, it just it highlights how important Paige yes. is to that team. That their followers, then, not leaders. Yeah, and then when she comes back, yeah. it'll just make her seem even more important. Plus, yeah, you can't have everyone win all the time just because they're new. Like, Oscar is the person that doesn't get beaten. So you can't have these guys also come in and remain unbeaten forever. Mm-hmm. I think Paige needs to remain in charge for a while and um on the other hand on smackdown i know we were like, celebrating becky being back but they're destroying those girls by having them lose all the time becky needs the win she does she does need the win i don't know why it has to be against ruby riot ruby yeah, needs a ruby needs exactly. a win i would argue more than becky does so why it, aren't they just wrestling any of the other 20 women if on it the had roster? to be becky ruby could it not have been that becky got the win by the rest of the Riot Squad interfering, by some shenanigan chicanery. There could have been something that puts these guys over as heels, but Becky still gets the win and looks strong. There was a way to do it, and they chose not to do it, and that worries me because I don't want to see them just come in and get filed away. Yeah, Ruby Riot's too good. She's way too good. She's way too good. And I like the other two. Like, I think they're doing good work. Their characters are starting to come through. Mm -hmm. And at the minute, it's not enough. And it's entirely down to the booking. I don't think it's them. I agree. Uh, So I'm keeping a close eye on that bad boy. Also, uh, tights and fights, before I move on to the next thing. Hey, guys, uh, we just passed the Bechdel test. Anyway. um... (laughs) (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. That's a big one. (laughs) We did. I'm so proud of us. Well, we're doing a high five right now. You can't hear it, but we totally did it. And we nailed it, and we looked really cool doing it. Okay. Um, so, okay, let's talk about Braun. What do you think about his fucking grappling hook against Kane and Brock Lesnar? It was so great. He I had know. a grappling hook! Well, I mean, the poor man has been thrown in a bin. He's been, like, hit by trucks. I mean, what do you expect? He Alex, lived in an ambulance for three months. If you had to live in an ambulance or some people threw you in a bin at your job, would you not come to work with some sort of weapon? I mean, you are a human weapon, but maybe it would not be a bad idea to perhaps consider investing in a grappling hook. And that's paid off. That's paid off. I have mm-hmm. no issue with it. I'm all in. I'm actually kind of looking forward to the match now. 
Me too. Can it can it be like a grappling hook on a grappling hook match? Oh. Where they just like suspend a grappling hook and then put another grappling hook on the How many times is there a grappling I, hook test in the tent? How many times like, I think they should do it like one? the claw game at the carnival where they put oh. the title in the middle of the ring and all three of them get like a dollar to try and use the claw to pick up the title. I think this is this makes sense. Okay, but legit we could do that with like a tow truck or something in the oh, title. Oh, I'm feeling a mania proposal coming I've on. I've kind of never wanted anything more than this before <laughs> in my life. It sounds like a plan. Let's do this. Oh, come on, Vince. Come Pull on, your Vince. Up. Someone got some new music. It's Woken Matt Hardy. Let's listen. Okay, so there's absolutely no good reason why Reedy's not playing there, right? I like live. She is secretly. I don't even know what to say. Also, um, just a really quick thing. I, I think it happened um, before Julian got a chance to put it in the script. So. I don't know if they ran into each other at an airport or like what happened, but Matt Hardy today put up a picture. It's Wednesday. You guys know how this works. Put up a picture with him and the dude who runs Anthem Entertainment that was like um, very recent. And he said like, you know, oh, we have like a new, um, we have a new brother and the something of the deities of the words oh, of the crazy talk. deities of the... Yeah, essentially, like, putting something in that says, like, yo, we're all good, hatchets buried, whatever. Um, And so, on the one hand, obviously, it's great because that means that we for sure are going to start getting more than just crazy laughing. Yeah. But also, (laughs) there is no way that that picture was not also a way to throw Jeff Jarrett under the bus. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with that, too. So... Yeah. Also, this music kind of sounds like Coheed and Cambria if it like just if they didn't take themselves serious and sound stupid by doing it. Oh, like if they weren't English majors? If Coheed and Cambria didn't actually study poetry or whatever the fuck it is they did. Yeah, if they weren't obsessed with Ayn Rand in college. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we have to go to SmackDown. Best friends and my favorite people in the whole wide world, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, will face AJ Styles in a handicap match at Royal Rumble. And if they win, they'll be co-WWE champions. I love this. I love this thing of like, yo, if I get... This is like... It's like the D12-ing of <laughs> of wrestling where it's like Eminem, like, if I get on, all my boys get on, too. It's like, if I'm the champion... If I have a job, you have a job. If I have a job, you have a job. It's like, it's making me so happy. I love that the, 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 this so is what true. we're doing now. So, um, Lindsay, do you want them to win just so you can see what that would oh, be I like? Oh, I want them to win so badly right now. Also, it's really working for me that AJ is acting like a petulant, stroppy child. Yes! Like, Why? This is fair i'm gonna have to be grandpa i would call him a child then a grandpa but like angry grandpa aj who's coming out with his gun if you don't get off his porch why aren't you being respectful i'm from atlanta (laughs) i know it's like well do you know what they're awesome so shush shush yourself (laughs) there's more time for you i want this now yeah you leave these crazy canadians alone (laughs) i want this you let these crazy kids be in love and share this joy with the world (laughs) i love aj i'm glad that he got this title run i want co-WWE champions and I want unlike every other Kevin story or any yeah. other story that does this please just let them be friends for like a year yeah. I want it to be joy I want them to stay 
friends and co-champions until they lose it. And you can have them turn on each other after they lose it. Fine. I don't care. Whatever. But I'm like, I want this to just be a joyous period when they are yeah. co-champions right up until they lose it. Even after they lose it, that would be magical too. I don't care. But please let me have this. Please. Just please, let people be please. friends. Please let people be friends. Yeah. It's all I have ever asked of WWE besides <laughs> stop being super racist and sexist and homophobic. So speaking of other friends that need to be friends forever, 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 wouldn't you like to see Rusev and Aiden English actually get some wins since they're over? Yeah. They're so over. And granted, they're they're in a nice place where they don't necessarily need to win right now because mm-hmm. they are so over. But like eventually you have to start giving them wins. Yeah, I just feel like the SmackDown tag team division puts itself in this position where they it's, this is like the multiple multipleth. That's a new word. A multipleth. I'm writing multipleth. a book, my friends, and I now run out of words. So I'm making like up new ones. Books. Yes, I'm making up some new words. I, I'm allowed. Uh, but this is like the millionth time this has happened, where they end up with a tag team being over that they weren't expecting to be over. It's happened just now with the Fashion Police or Fashion Popo, as I like to call them, based on their pants. Oh, I like uh, that. So Fashion Popo were over and they weren't expecting it. Yeah, now and they just do sketches. Yeah, now they on just our do wrestling weird show. skits on .com. Which I love. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. And then I just feel like this happened again. Like they weren't expecting Rusev and Aiden English to be a thing. And then magically the universe made them a thing, whether Vince liked it or not. So now they're in the same position Fashion Police were in six months ago, but without a skit they just have a song I mean they do have a t-shirt so it's a great t-shirt and it's a great song mm-hmm. so it's really hard to balance because again we're asking WWE to tell multiple stories and they're already telling the Bludgeon Brothers story which is just dudes come with sticks and win and boom, they're telling boom, the boom. tag team <laughs> champion story we got these at Target <laughs> <laughs> they totally did I mean I just assumed they borrowed the stuff from Kane and were like we'll totally bring this back <laughs> wink gonna. wink wink yeah he's fine he's a libertarian like Sharon Cheryl like uh, I assume that's how that works. I, I have know. no idea. No, yeah. no, no. That's actually, know, it's it's like actually the, opposite. the exact opposite. It's the yeah. opposite. Oh, you guys, you crazy, you crazy politics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we sounded like the end of that Linda McMahon for Senate commercial. Have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. You guys should watch that if you ever get a chance to watch yeah. the the Linda McMahon for Senate commercial. It's literally like two women, I think in a car or something or at yoga or whatever. And they're like, I'm going to vote for that Linda McMahon. Isn't she the one in that wrestling company? Yeah. But if she can tell all of those big, sweaty men what to do, then she can be good for the Senate. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. You just vomited in my mouth. I guess you don't have to watch it because yeah. I just did it, but you should still watch it. It's really funny. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to finally get to quick hits. How bummed are you about Joe's injury? Keeping him out probably like through the Rumble, maybe yeah. through, hopefully not. I think he'll be back for Mania. I really do. Yeah. Uh, fun fact for anyone listening. Oh, my father has the same issue. Uh, the plantar fasciitis. Fasciitis, mm. I can't say it, mm-hmm. even though my father has it. It's real painful because I've heard it. I've had this. I'm making the talking gesture <laughs> at my ear right now. I've heard nothing but since he got it. So I was immediately very sympathetic. I'm like, ooh, that hurts. That really hurts, Joe. I know. You should talk to my dad. Stings. Um but I feel like he'll be back. They always give us worst case scenario, right? Yes, they always give worst case scenario, which is what I try to remind myself. Yeah, he'll be back um, for Mania. I'm gutted that he won't be in the Rumble because I really enjoyed him. I guess at least he's, he's going out on the back of work. a loss to Roman. So it's like, okay, uh-huh. yeah. chill him for a minute. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. But I enjoyed his promo this week. I thought he always does good work. He always does good work. Um, can't wait to have you back, my Samoan Joe. Um, where's my Samoan? Sorry. <laughs> um, and what did you think of the cruiserweight title match between Enzo and Cedric? I enjoyed it more than I had anticipated I would. I agree. Yeah. Cedric Alexander is always, always amazing. I love his music. I, I would listen to that song as a song. I would listen to that song as a song, too. And Enzo was good. Yeah. Yeah, and he sold that bloodied up face. Like yes. it, it worked for him. I thought it was a good match. It was solid. It was fun to watch. I would watch Cedric Alexander just do backflips towards a plate of pancakes. I don't care. Speaking of big wins, Apollo Crews and Titus O'Neil <laughs> got their first big win in a while over Cesaro and Sheamus in a tag match. Do you think that they're going to get going and this is going to be the thing that they do as like a tag team? Or I will say this right know. now. Titus Worldwide is working for me right yeah, now. Yeah, It's I'm really funny. I love the addition of Dana Brooke. All it credit works. for this win to Dana Brooke because as their statistician and analyst, clearly she was working out what to do. Well, you uh, know, it's CES week you know. too. So it's like she was. she's <laughs> yeah. really trying to impress all the big exactly, tech dudes. Exactly. I really think you know, she was probably uh, scoping out Cesaro and Sheamus, watching some past matches looking for the weaknesses this is what she does now in her new role oh and god I think that she I believe that she does that while she's working on her jacked arms yeah I do enjoy her Instagram story so I usually know what she's doing every waking second of every day that's fair yeah, I do enjoy her I, Instagram stories she's as well. keen to share and I love her for that I want to see some <laughs> character development on it because you've been given a gift here Titus Worldwide let's yeah. Let's make it work. Let's do something. <laughs> if you have any thoughts on the week in wrestling, keep the conversation going at facebook.com slash groups slash tightsfights or at tightsfights on Twitter. When we come back, we'll talk about New Japan's annual five-hour love letter to wrestling world. Up next on Tights and Fights. I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. And together, we host a podcast called Still Buffering, where we answer questions like, Why should I not fall asleep first at a slumber party? How do I be fleet? Is it okay to break up with someone using emojis? And sometimes we talk about bugs. No, we don't. Nope. <laughs> Find out the answers to these important questions and many more on Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am a teenager. And... I was two butts, 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 butts. To tides what? and fights. <laughs> I hate when mom and dad are on you. I had to because you made a big deal. Look, I was here, mm -hmm. um, and you were like, oh, I'm so successful. Uh, I have an audition. I was just getting some milk, and I said I'd be back, and I was. <laughs> so not all stories have the same ending. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Danielle Radford, and I am joined in the booth by... Hal Lublin. And... Lindsay Kelk. Every week. Oh, nope, that's not it. That's the wrong one. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Not so easy, is it? It's pretty hard. It's hard what I do. It's hard, everybody. It's real hard. If you think you could do better, please don't come here. Maybe you can. I think you I should keep saying taken. the word. I think you, you should keep saying the word hard. No, I was right. I was right the first time. I was just freaking out <laughs> because I was too much pressure. Hal was that's staring at me with his big Hal eyes. I'm sitting in Mike's seat, so I'm very chill. <laughs> 
Every week, we like to give something from the wrestling world some extra attention. This is our three count. Or, sorry, this is our main event. Damn it, I am nervous. <laughs> I usually nervous. nail this. Don't be nervous. Julian, be nervous. tell him. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Julian, tell him how good I am at this. <laughs> All right. This is Danielle when she's nervous. <laughs> I hate y'all so much. Um, <laughs> So it's New Japan's annual equivalent of WrestleMania, Wrestle Kingdom. This year was the 12th edition of the event. It got tons of great response from fans and critics alike for its string of matches. To start off, what did y'all think about the event overall? What did you think, Hal? I really loved, I think my favorite part was the one match I watched. And then you know what? Just... Honestly, I was surprised that you watched that one match. Oh, really? Well, it's Jericho. It is so Jericho. Not no, I. I mean, in general, the, what I've seen of Wrestle Kingdoms in the past, I think it's pretty cool. I appreciate the pageantry of it, and I, and I watch. I sought that match out, thinking I'm going to watch the rest of the card later, and I haven't done it yet. But I want to watch Cody Rhodes wrestle. Mm-hmm. I'd like to to get to know some new wrestlers. I don't know how into the Young Bucks I am. What? Like, I, as a concept. Like, I don't know. I've heard good and bad. I, I don't know. I don't know. I genuinely I'm, don't know how to respond to I'm that. I'm reserved. Like, I like I want to see. Like, let's see. Let's see. Prepare to get spoiled, based. <laughs> <So> <laughs> what did you think, Kelk? <laughs> uh, I loved it. I, I really, 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 really had a good time. I, like, mocked out special time to watch it. I was like, this is my time. Um, that just my time! Yeah, it's our time down my here. <laughs> you can't travel out! I was excited. Um, I felt like last year I watched it um, while I was doing stuff and I had it on. Mm. But I felt like this year I watched it. Like I kept thinking like, oh, maybe I'll just watch one more match. Maybe I'll like leave it alone for a minute. And I ended up watching it and just busting through. Um, I thought it was great. I thought they did a really good job of balancing the card. Uh, I really I enjoyed. I mean, we've discussed what we enjoyed the bestest. I don't want to take that thunder from you because I know you loved it more I, than life I mean, itself. You're you you can. I want okay. Do I it. Really do like it. I, want, I like when you're excited. Be excited. <laughs> they put Daryl in a They put Daryl in a was the best thing. I am, as soon as I saw it, um, I have a special gentleman friend now. We won't talk too much about it, but I, I yelled at my special gentleman friend, Daryl has a mask. Can't nobody tell me shit all day. <laughs> Daryl's taken the mask. I can't wait for Daryl's mask match because I want to be in Japan for that. And you know what? And he trusted, he, Daryl was trusted with yep. the announcers. They took care of him. Yep. And also, um, I'm 90% sure that the same person that did the outfits for Brandy and Cody probably made did that mask. mask. That was, it may genuinely have been my favorite part of all of Wrestle Kingdom when it the announcers were part. discussing it. And then he was like, oh, this Daryl has a mask on. He's like, how do you know it's Daryl? Maybe it's Jimmy the Cat. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's Daryl. He's a new father. And here he is at Wrestle Kingdom. But I loved it. I also loved that match. Just. That also. was a great match. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's obviously, so that was one of your favorite matches. Yes. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about the big one in a minute. Um, how you can probably sit out this <laughs> this part. Oh, I'm I'm jumping in with both feet. Please jump in. I please. do not sit out. I do not sit out. You'll just make something up. It's totally fine. Yeah. The fans love that. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Should I do my lucha recap again? Yes. Um, so Daryl in a mask. Yeah. Obviously, what matched it out to you? For me, I'm gonna go ahead and say my favorite match was the Cody match. I'm gonna say the same thing. It was Why? really good. Um, you know, it, it was because they were both they were 
two wrestlers who were very um, comfortable with Japan and that mm-hmm. audience. Um, that sounds like shade. It's not shade. I will get there. Brandy was nothing but an asset. Brandy had her working boots on. I was going to ask about that because I know she took oh, a bump and did like yep. the fake I'm injured Brandy angle. Brandy was there to work and she <clears> did <throat> And work. she worked. Yep. It was, and you know, at a snap if you need to mm-hmm. at the end of that. But Brandy. But anyway, Brandy looked awesome. She she was an asset to the match. I will take a special moment for Fashion Corner for those boots. Though, and she she wound up having to put them online because she was like, everybody <laughs> asking me about them boots. She liked to know it to them. And also, it was both her and Cody's, oh, God damn it, now I'm blanking. Um, The lady what did the costumes big deal, WWE, Tote Steve's. And now I am also blanking. So, not just Sonya. Her. Yeah. In the meantime, while, we while you're looking that up, but... I have a question. Yes, so, sir. So, obviously, Brandy Rhodes, when she was in WWE, was an announcer. Yes. Yep. Do you mm-hmm. think they missed the boat with her? Or or ju- is it just show- Sandra. Sorry. Sandra? Sandra, thank you. Because it's one thing. I think it's one thing to be a heater. You can be a really effective heater, which mm-hmm. obviously sounds like she already is. Yes. Mm-hmm. But in terms of being a, a a worker, do you think it's there? Do you get glimpses of of wanting to see her in the ring, or is the role she has right now perfect for her? I think that she cares. Like, I think that she is one of those people that she genuinely cares about this business. She cares about the legacy of this business. And she wants to be a wrestler. And the matches I've seen her in, she's green, but she's good. This is where she belongs. Yeah. And it was just a good match. I mean, Ibushi's great. Ibushi's always going to be great. He's always going to give you a good match. Absolutely. But that crossroads he took off the apron was like, oh. Oh. And and I'll talk about it, but a lot of the fucking... I know that yeah. they take chances, but a lot of it seemed like a lot of dudes were falling on their necks. Yes. Um, I think it was Cody's best match. It was one I'm of leave yeah. It, it was pretty great. So, how did it compare Wrestle Kingdom um, as an overall experience to WrestleMania? Obviously, they're two different. Yeah, things. I mean, I was at WrestleMania this year, and my main, my two memories of WrestleMania this year was the Hardys coming in and everyone losing their ever-loving minds. Yeah, and then just that it was real long. Like real long, like super long. And Wrestle Kingdom is real long, but it doesn't feel doesn't as feel long. super long. <laughs> I, they kept it moving. They kept the stories going. It's the also matches, very dynamic. It's so dynamic, and, and the matches are longer, which weirdly makes the thing feel shorter because you're more invested for a period of time. Well, and that's the thing that we talk about as stand-up comics, where if you have, because there's a thing where you have to like get your excitement back up. Mm-hmm. So if you have a bunch of people doing an open mic, but that open mic is an hour, but you know every person is getting a minute, two minutes, three minutes, that's a lot of like clapping and enthusiasm yeah. and energy that you are demanding from an audience. Whereas if you take that same hour and it's just two or three people, mm-hmm. they are more engaged throughout one, because those people tend to be better performers, obviously. And two, because we're not asking them to fucking clap and lose their dicks yeah. every time music hits. Yeah. And it, that you feel that. Like, they got, if you're giving people 15 to 40 minutes to tell their story, they're telling you a better story than someone in four minutes when they also spent 15 minutes doing entrances. And it's like, all right, Triple H, come on. Get to the ring. I'm tired now. <laughs> and I, and obviously, <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom, that was a long-ass ramp to get that to the ring. That was a really long ramp, but they made it work. All so. right, so on to that big match. You ready, Hal? Sure. I'm tagging you in. Uh, <laughs> Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega. Alpha versus Omega. 
What did y'all think? I only watched 30 seconds of it, but <laughs> no, I hate you so much. <laughs> I, I think it is, I think that match, first of all, Kenny Omega, obviously one of arguably the best wrestler in the world, mm-hmm. certainly top five right now, mm-hmm. his ability to put on a match with anybody, you can't really dispute that. However, Jericho's ability to come in and work heel mm-hmm. pretty much cold mm-hmm. just proves that he's not far enough in the conversation for greatest wrestler of all time as he should be. I mean, giving the middle finger to the crowd while he takes yeah, pictures of the camera. Sweet. That was great. Putting that was both... an expensive camera, my yeah. friends. I was yeah. really worried about it for a minute. <clears throat> putting the referee and his son we have a in the lion for, tamer. Uh, money. All of it. Just all like all the stuff yeah. he's doing with the referees. Yeah, no, all the red shoe stuff was great. Mm-hmm. Was oh, match. red shoes ca- is a referee. Right. And like, yeah. anyway. No, 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 I know. I know what they were. I know. <laughs> it's not the first Wrestle Kingdom match that I've seen. It's the second. Correct. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think it was uh, it was a really great match all around. Obviously, the right guy went over, but it was it was cool to see. It's one of those. Mm. It's what WrestleMania doesn't have right now is mm-hmm. a real moment. They manufacture their dream matches, yeah, mm. where they bring in like the surprise or they bring somebody in, but it's kind of cold. It doesn't really work, and mm-hmm. they they always have to be thinking about where they're going next because they've got another 52 weeks of, of programming to put together, and they don't always do it well. But this felt like, as a one-off match between these two guys, that it it sort of fulfilled on, on its promise yeah. really well. What did you think? Yeah, I really loved it. I, I liked Jericho's hair. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he has heel hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when his little plastic headband came out, I was like, someone needs to get that out of the ring, because I myself have stood on one of those recently, and it stings. Ouch! Yeah. <laughs> Me too! It's a bad time. So I was like, someone please remove his headband. And why there's isn't also he like, the elastic one? There's little, in the plastic ones, they have like they have little teeth. spikes there's on little them. Teeth. Yeah. Yeah, he could have been wearing one of the elastic ones and it would have been easier, but that's a health and safety issue, not for me. Can I be a contrarian for a Uh, second? Sure. I loved it. I thought it was a great match. I thought that Chris Jericho was working. If this was a WWE match, he was working at 150% of a WWE match. But it wasn't WWE. It was Wrestle Kingdom. So while he is working 150 of a WWE match... Kenny Omega was working like 75% of Kenny Omega. And and that's fine, but it's the beatdown aspect of it I respect. But for people who were watching this specifically for that match and maybe didn't watch anything else, I don't think that that was a great introduction to Kenny Omega, which is what it should have been. Well, it's sassy by issue with... Not an issue, like, we're going to politely agree to disagree. My issue with that, madam, uh, if I should put it in writing in triplicate and file it away, uh, it's just that, like, I felt like, yes, Kenny brought himself down, maybe slightly, to meet Jericho, and I just think it was... And it is a different style. Yeah. Like, and, I, and, so, like, and I'm not trying to say no, that Jericho was slow and risked a step. No, he was great. Jericho was great. He was They were wrestling two different... They were wrestling a very WWE style, yeah. and what it showed me was that I don't ever want to watch Kenny Omega wrestle a WWE style. Uh, I would have rather have seen Omega force Jericho to fight an Omega Japanese match, like a Wrestle Kingdom yeah. match, than see Jericho force him to do the opposite. But I do understand <coughs> the psychology yeah. about for a veteran forcing right. this younger dude to do yeah. his style. I just personally would have rather seen it the other way. I mean, the, the Okada match definitely had more spectacle in it. I like the Okada mm-hmm. match a lot. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I like the spectacle of that match better, 
and and that had a good story. I like the story mm-hmm. of this match yeah. better because it had a it the story they told a story really really well. Mm-hmm. And and when when a story is well told, then a lot of the deficiencies go away. Mm-hmm. Like right, I, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep drawing from WWE because that's what I watch. So. No, that's okay. But uh, the Flair Michaels match where mm-hmm. Flair was retired. Yeah. There's right. no way they were going to have a really good match. So you injure Michaels at the beginning, so you believe Flair could win, yep. and then that's the story. Right. And then so then you all uh, the only thing anybody remembers about that match is I'm sorry, I love sorry, you, I love super you. kick done. Yeah. The story right. is what stays with us. I don't remember. I remember zero moves from the, from the Jericho. Yeah, you're right. Match, but you're I do. Right. I remember the middle finger. I remember yeah. like. I'm moments. sorry, I love you was huge. You remember yeah. moments. And well, I still I'm, say that sometimes. I know, me too. <clears throat> well, I can text it to you later. <laughs> but I think it's really telling that even in this room with the three of us, like it's, we felt, or Danielle and I definitely felt that like the Ibushi uh, Rhodes match was a better match was a better than match. Kenny Jericho because um, Cody raised up, or Ibushi raised Cody up mm-hmm. to his level and he brought him to the best he could be. Yep. I, mean, I know people want to be like three-star Cody, for. but that was not three-star Cody. No. That was five-star Cody. That was, five that star was Cody. Cody puts it all on the line and makes you believe that he can do and this. And that was 20-star Brandy. Don't at me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> it's true. If you have any He's thoughts on... And we're going to talk about this more, you guys. Like This is one of those things where it's opened up opportunities for us. We are going to try to talk about as much New Japan as we can now. Um, we're going to be talking about the other stuff. Trust us, like we're here, we're in it. We hear you. We we take your uh, we take your constructive criticism, and we eat it like a snack. <laughs> the way Lindsay's looking with her new hair. Um, <laughs> if you've got any thoughts on Wrestle Kingdom twelve. Tell us about them on facebook.com slash groups slash tights fights or on tights fights on Twitter. Um, I'm probably going to go ahead and when this episode comes out, I'll tweet like the rest of like some other thoughts that I had about the entire card. Um, So, yeah, you can engage me on there as well. When we come back, it's time for three things from wrestling that we loved up next on tights and fights. Shirts, stickers, patches, posters, tote bags, aprons. Sure, you might have some of these things already, but do they rep your favorite MaxFun shows? We've got brand new items in stock at MaxFunStore.com, so why not stock up on gear that shows off the podcasts you love? MaxFunStore.com. It's good stuff. We swear. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson I'm a child of divorce, you guys. I take this very seriously. <laughs> I'm a child of divorce, but my mom was right. Um, <laughs> welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined in the booth today by... How lovely. And Lindsay Cal. Yay! Every week we end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three slash and or four count. <laughs> All right, Hal, you're up first. What do you want to put over? I'm going to be self-promotional. Yesterday it. was my birthday as a recording yeah, this. Tuesday the 9th. Thank you. Um, but it was also uh, my other podcast on Max Fun. We got this. We dropped an episode with a special guest, uh, which is Simon Grimm, formerly Simon Gotch of the Vaudevillains. Yeah, you're allowed to put yourself over if it's wrestling. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm silly, you silly pants. This is related. Uh, <laughs> but our latest episode, we, we talked with Simon uh, in person for the first time. Uh, we talked for about an hour and a half about Batman, and we chose the best Batman villain, and 
Uh, Simon, for those of you who are not following his work on The Independence and now Ring of Honor, I encourage you to check it out. He's a way better wrestler than you ever got to see in uh, in WWE or NXT. So it's True good to see story. him out there working, but he's also a super smart, super funny guy. So there you go. Oh. Give a listen. Man, Batman's so cool. Batman. All right. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Lindsay. Oh, what about cool you? Me. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> Batman. I have Batman. I have Batman. Um, I am going to put over. So I was in. I had the pleasure of spending some time in Spartanburg, South Carolina over the holidays, visiting some fam. Not mine. Boyfriend's fam. As you all can tell, I'm not from there. <laughs> uh, and it was, was made very apparent to me when the entire time I was there when people would just say that to my face. Uh, but right, as, you're from Mexico, right? I am from Mexico. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Like, Tommy Wiseau is from Louisiana. <laughs> I am from Mexico. New Orleans, you heard of it? New Orleans, the Bay Area. New Orleans, the just do a room episode. It'll be great. Oh, hi, uh, Marks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the best thing that ever happened in my entire life. Hi, road doggies. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. What kind of drugs? Um, anyway, we, we, all know, we all know which kind of drugs we'd be talking about in this room. Um, but anyway, I was in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and NXT was in town, which looked totally coincidental. It was super, super fun, you guys. I've been off the boil a little bit with NXT lately because I felt like we're going through a new class. Mm-hmm. Um, they had just filmed some TV NXT, the night before. A new class. <laughs> oh, it's so much better than that, though. Uh, take that, Zach. Um, but yeah, we. It's more like NXT the college years. It really is. Well, we're wrestling on the edge of tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> it was, this is the joy it generated. Um, I do just want to give a special shout out to a match that I was like, oh, I'm just probably going to go pee because I don't want to wait. It turned out there was no wait because I'm a lady and there were no ladies there. Um, best time to ever use the restroom, you guys. Wrestling match in South Carolina. No women. <laughs> uh, Street Profits versus. Those two guys whose names I can never remember, so I'm going to have to look at my phone. Tino Sabatelli and uh, Riddick Moss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is not going to be that good. I don't care. It was the highlight of the night. They made the match uh, a bet for Tino Sabatelli's Maserati, and (laughs) it was amazing. So much fun, and I really hope they take this feud up onto TV because it was so funny, and everyone was dying. Uh, And it was everything that like a good TV wrestling match should be. I loved it. Oh, that sounds amazing. I can't wait to see. I mean, you know, we all know that house shows are where they work out stuff, so I can't wait to see that <laughs> I match. <know. laughs> um, so I am going to put over basically all of Daniel Bryan in these <laughs> mixed match Yay! challenge run up for and basically all of the mixed match challenge mixed match challenge. <laughs> All of the promo spots, um, all of them have been amazing and great. Daniel Bryan has been really good. Um, there's obviously one of the ones that's been going around the most, and it should be because he did a great job, was the one where um, Rusev found out that Lana was going to be his partner. Do we have that, Julian? All right, so we're going to go ahead and play some of that, and you can uh, you can hear Daniel Bryan. Challenge, crush! Lana is the best. Lana number one. Lana, Lana is the best. best. Lana number she one. She is not into this at all, by Lana the way. Lana is the best. <laughs> Until the Lana end. Number one. She was way into it on road Lana trips. Number one. <laughs> way into Lana it. Lana is the best. Lana number one. Wait a second. Breeze number one. And the look on his, <laughs> the look on his face, where as he's literally, it's not even one of those things where it's literally him going like, "Oh, I just realized, Lana's not the best." 
Harry is the best. Um, there's one where Carmela finds out which one of um, the New Day she's going to be partnered with. And then they have a training montage that involves a lot of pancakes. Where are they buying all those pancakes, by the way? <laughs> Someone's making those pancakes backstage. That's their magic. whole job. Yeah. That's their whole job. <laughs> 24 pancake magic. Anyway, so yes, um, they're amazing and they're really good. And you should check all of them out. And before we leave, Julian has something he would like to put out there. Okay, so I I did not watch Raw live this week. I was too busy watching my favorite football team win a championship again. Uh, (laughs) I love Alabama football. It's my favorite thing. College football in general is my favorite sport. And this was a great game because Alabama was actually losing, which they almost never do at the half. They were down 13 to zero, which might as well have been 100 to zero if you were talking to some of my family that lives in the the state. (laughs) But I got a lot of text messages as they were losing a lot of things about people saying like, oh, it looks like they're in trouble. Oh, it looks like the dynasty's dead, blah, 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 blah. So after they came back and did win it in the greatest way possible, I sent all of them this video, which I was very, very happy to. And I, I think I sent it out to about two dozen people by the end of the night. You were wrong. 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 You were definitely wrong. You were wrong. You were wrong. You were wrong. You were wrong. Hey kid, hey kid, you know what? You know what, little fella? When when you when you grow up, you're gonna be wrong! <laughs> Each and every one of you were 100 percent wrong! I love Edge so much, so <laughs> I want to right Edge. Uh, that moment for me has always stuck with me because I just, I remember it was such a great heel move to just rub how wrong everyone Yo, is. Yo, Georgia <laughs> looked like they were getting close, so like, I bet that felt really good. Yeah, it was pretty great. So, and much I mean, like wrestling, Samoan brought home the championship. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Samoan? So I'm sure, you know, The Rock will bring him out and reveal he's part of the Anoa'i family as well, but you know. Yeah. At least a cousin. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, they all do football first except for Naya, and that's just <laughs> on a technicality. All right. Um, oh, God. Okay, now I want to see Naya play like a ladies football game. I want to actually see women play football. Okay, that's enough. That does it this week for Tights and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, our hosts are Hal Lublin, Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Danielle Radford. Anything y'all want to put over or... I got a bunch of shows in San Francisco this weekend. Yeah, you do. Uh, go to sfsketchfest.org. You can look up my name to see them. But We Got This Live is going to be on Sunday the 14th uh, at the Gateway Theater at 4 p.m. Our guests are Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher. Oh, And then uh, we have the Craigslist Podcast is also doing a show with us. And their guest is Busy Phillips from the Work Juice Players. Yay. Uh, come see that. See the Work Juice Improv Show. And on Saturday at 1.35 p.m. Pacific Time, Give all your good thoughts to the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm picking them by 10. I'm going to put it on the podcast right here. I know they're underdogs, but that's when Philly fights the hardest. Sure. Okay. What would you like to put over Cal? I I don't have a a dog in a football fight. Uh, But, uh, like, let's cheer for Hal's men with the ball. Sports ball. But, yeah, uh, if you feel the need, I have another podcast uh, that's beauty-based. And it turns out, you guys, there's a pretty big crossover audience between peeps that like the beauty and peeps that like the wrestling. Uh, Someone actually posted a picture on our group on Facebook. Uh, The podcast called Full Coverage. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. Someone posted a picture today of all the makeup she had bought. And she said, I bought all this because I'm as broke as Matt Hardy. And I Uh, popped uh, like a mother. uh, And my Uber uh, driver didn't care for it. So, yeah, come check it out at Full Coverage. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so I have a couple of things this week. Um, Today, as in Thursday, actual today, today, 
Um, as y'all know, On Screen Junkies Movie Fights has returned, and I'm going to be fighting fellow Mark and one of my favorite people, Joe Starr, on Movie Fights at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then on Wednesday the 17th, Marcela Aguego has a show now at Nerdist, if you live in Los Angeles, called Women Crush Wednesday. And on the 17th, I'm going to be on it, and it's going to be a really good show, and you guys should come watch. Um, I think that's it. I like when I actually have stuff. Um, our producer is the first disciple at the Church of the Bear, Julian Burrell. You nerd. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, what's that word that starts with an N? Oh. Nerd. <laughs> you missed that. We already did it. We done did it. Blessed be the greatest coach of... What the fuck, Julian? <laughs> Read it all. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Blessed be the greatest coach of all time, Nick. S- I want to read that as Saban because I'm such a nerd, but I'm sure it's Saban. Nick Saban, who on January 8th, the year of our Lord, 2018, hath delivered us our fifth national title in nine seasons. The church will say amen, roll tide, you amen, piece of shit. Tide. <laughs> Senior producer and maximum fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music as well, so we're putting him over for that. Please keep up with us all week at facebook.com slash groups slash tights fights and tights fights on Twitter. And if you love the show, remember to hit them five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all of your friends. We're still getting people who are like, I didn't realize that those three had a podcast and it's my favorite thing in the whole wide world. And then they discover Kelk and then they melt. As well, they should. It's not true. No, it is. No, it is true. I've seen my mentions, girl. It is true. It's damn true. Thank you so much to our donors who make the show possible. Um, We'll be back next week with more, you guessed it, wrestling and Julian making us say shit about his goddamn team. Roll Tide. (laughs) How dare you? Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.